Greenhouses, livestock, all shared. Collective ownership. So, uh, communism. Nah, nah, it ain't like that. It is that, literally. This is the commune. We're communists. No, God, please, no, no, no! You let politics ruin, or rather control your whole life, man, you're gonna be a miserable person. Straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy, and they hate their neighbors. yesterday because uh, it was it was available on it was available yeah to, to keep know. it simple um yeah as early as like thir- yeah too. yeah i think it was like thursday and i was like oh sweet and then i didn't work on friday and so i was like oh i'll just watch it today and then i ended up playing hogwarts legacy <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works right yeah so i'm gonna watch it i think at this point i i already know what happens Yep. I, the entire thing's been spoiled for me, uh, but I just Dang. don't. I don't think I'm gonna go, or I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna take the time to watch Ant Man right the, now. And I just don't see the point. I I don't either. You know, I just don't see the point. It's like you know, Marvel should have just ended it with Endgame, man. Like they really should have, and maybe start over, like we talked about, or just better writing. I think. A, this point it's just you know kind of like how star wars is a damaged brand right now yeah i think that's just you know uh i think mdc really liked it i think guardians is gonna do okay i think so too i'm actually that's the one movie i want to go and see i do want to see it i agree that the poster looks terrible i don't know if you've seen it yes but chris pratt looks yeah chris pratt looks anorexic and uh karen gillen looks like they put her head on the body of one of the trailer park boys so that's kind of the (laughs) great david uh, yeah that's a great way to poor trailer park boys they didn't do anything to deserve that david (laughs) no i mean it's a compliment to them i guess they don't care um but that's what it looks that's what it looks like uh, it really does. It's just like it, you know, and yeah, Ant Man was not uh, uh, allegedly. I don't know how true it is, but sorry, we'll get back to Ant Man in a second. But Guardians, uh, the script had been written potentially before Endgame even happened. So like Guardians, I guess, was originally supposed to come out before the last two Avengers movies. Uh, because, and forgive me, because at this point I'm so out of it, it's hard for me to remember people's names. Oh, Adam Warlock um, was supposed to be like significant in the whole like Thanos stuff. I guess that's how the comics typically work. But now they're just like, nah, and they're introducing him in what is probably going to be the last Guardians movie. Uh, and that's kind of where we're at. What's uh, up, Jake? Yeah makes sense that this would be the last guardians movie yeah um which is probably for the best like if i guess if this guardians movie turns out to be at the very least on sort of like spider-man no way home territory maybe not yeah maybe not box office wise but (laughs) uh you know in general if it's pretty well received or whatever it's it's like a pretty well-written story um yeah. that'll be good uh hopefully 
hopefully, man. I, I it it would be nice to to have something from that turn out to be okay for once because I really don't have faith in anything else. What's up, Jenna? Um, but yeah, Ant Man just man, I had no interest, and then like I, the irony and like he's like a side character, you know. That's how I've always well, viewed him. Yeah, and I, I, and it's like it's not like he can't. I mean, I don't know. I like Paul I Rudd. I I do too. I think that the first Ant Man is fine. Um, it at especially at the time, like it was just a fun Marvel heist movie. Like I, there wasn't a whole mm-hmm. lot to it. Um, I'm sure there's some like logical. It's been a, in a, a little while since I've seen it, but I don't remember that first one. Cause I think I watched it last year. I don't. I don't remember being frustrated at it. It was more just like, all right, this is a movie, which you know by today's standards, it's like pretty great right i mean if the original ant-man came out came out this year yeah we'd be like holy smokes like what is this um but yeah i uh ant-man and the wasp is not great um it has a a ton of issues um just you know it's it's sort of like one of those precursors to to phase four a little bit though i'd still say it's probably better than anything that okay I, i always have to leave no way home out of the phase four talk you know, because I always forget yeah. about it being in Phase Four. But like, Ant Man and the Wasp, I I don't I don't know if you I would consider it to be worse than anything that came out in Phase Four. Um, yeah, I agree with that. No Way Home, maybe. But th- then again, I'd have to sit and like rewatch these movies. And at this point, I just I- I'll watch something like Civil War again, Guardians again, the original one, Winter Soldier. Yeah, I'm I'm a little down on Winter Soldier these days. Uh, you are, yeah, mostly because of the Russo brothers and on rewatching that, it's got problems. Not as many problems as a lot of the other stuff, but there's some weird like, <sighs> if I remember correctly, it's like the whole thing that is happening, like the big. Uh, you know, like all the ships at the end get taken over um, by Hydra. Yep. You know, uh, it, it pretty much should have never worked out in anyone else's like favor. Like the way that that kind of all gets resolved. If I remember, it's a little like weird, like kind of like right. con- the convenient. You know, uh, hey, but Dax. again, I need to I need to go back and and watch some of those again, uh, which is what I did do. But we weren't talking about it at the time, so like I have no. Yeah, uh, you know, there's some of them I remember pretty well and like logical issues and things that are just like badly written, but most of that is so is mostly from phase 4. Like I can tell I can still tell you a lot about that. It's some of the older stuff that it's like there's weird stuff in it, but some of it you're you know, you're kind of able to forgive, especially with what we're dealing with these days. Yep. Um and Dude, uh yeah. I came really close this uh past weekend to watching uh for uh love and thunder along with multiverse of madness with <laughs> dr strange a back-to-back uh, wa- <laughs> yes because my wife uh was thinking about watching them and i was like no why don't we watch this instead and she's like okay yeah I'm like, great i didn't have to that didn't take much effort <laughs> man love love and thunder's not good I, I, like, do you want to watch the shoes? Like, do you want to watch the other uh, Thor movies? I was like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I, I'm I'm sort of over it. 
I am too. I think I'm kind of over DC as well. I don't mind, you know, it, if it looks like it's going to be decent. Yeah, like we'll we'll cover. I'll go watch it. We should probably cover Guardians because I'm going to go see it. Yeah. yeah. I, no, that makes sense. I have like every intention of going going to see it. Um, it it at the very least the trailer is a reminder of kind of like what Marvel used to be like. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that that was the way it came off to you, but I was like, oh, I was like, I I don't know. I was like, I I can kind of get behind this. I'm like. There's a little grin on my face. I was like, I'm chuckling a little bit at them like making fun of each other, and you know, and yeah. it's because those movies were always kind of they were supposed to be like James Gunn has always done a reverent humor, and you know, those like that style of movie very well. Yes, he um, it's his wheelhouse exactly. And so I, I, I'm like, okay, I, th- I think we're just burnt out because it's been. I think it's a few things. Poorly written superheroes, and then the quantity superhero movies, I should say, oh. and then the quantity of them coming out. You know, it's kind of like westerns. How you know, for such a long time, there are so many being created, and then finally there was that drought because it was just western after western after western, um, and it just you know uh, everything in moderation, right? Yeah, and I think it's hurting them financially too. From yep. from what i've seen it see it, it it seems to be the case that this idea of having like a new marvel product every month uh is not working out in their favor um i could have told them that yeah I, they had a good model man i mean if they it, it, and this is the problem my problem with dc right finish your thought i interrupted you i'm sorry oh uh well they had a good you model they had a good model yeah they had a yeah. good model and so there are i could probably if i had enough time come up with five alternative routes they could have taken after Endgame uh, the, yep. the problem was is I think they were trying to continue to launch themselves higher and higher um, and, and of course Rona probably didn't help too much with that but it wasn't just Rona it was no, Black, Widow, Black Widow sucked Shang-Chi yep. sucked the, the Marvel shows you know, there was like a, a tiny bit of hope at the beginning of WandaVision, but ultimately that falls apart. There's tons, <laughs> tons of like issues with like. Speaking of that, my wife tried to watch Wanda Vision this past week for the first time. Uh-huh. And she told me when I got off work, she's like, hey, I tried to watch uh, WandaVision and it was all I could do to force myself <laughs> to finish the first episode. Oh, see, and that's the thing. I can understand like, a, like it's not everybody's cup of tea. But the sort of like, oh, this is like a weird, what's going on? Why are they living in this like I Love Lucy style world? Yeah. Mystery wise, like that worked for me. Once they reveal what's going on and then they still try to characterize Wanda in a way that isn't like what she's doing is bad. Like the show is actively trying to tell you that she's not the villain. Yeah. Even though she is. Yep. Um, and there's, there's a lot of, a lot of people that still want to defend that that's not the case. Like that, you know, it's like that thing that, you know, we put in the video sometimes where, um, Monica Rambeau is like, they'll never understand the things that you sacrificed. And it's like, lady, she tortured a town of people. (laughs) She tortured a whole town of people. Like people were saying like, let us go or kill us. Like those were their exact words. Like I. You know, and, and that was just that downfall ultimately, where it's like show after show kept trying to tell you that 
you know, women, certain these evil women were great. And yeah, like, guys, are or, not seeing the same thing we are. <laughs> but you don't know her pain. Um, but they're still like even in uh, uh, when Captain Winter Soldier. Um, there was all this like weird stuff, like these weird logical things that they were trying to do. It's like, well, they're retconning Steve Rogers being the first Captain America, and that there was another guy. Uh, or no, maybe the uh, honestly at this point I can't even remember. Maybe that guy was after Steve Rogers, but at this point I would bet maybe somebody in the troll room remembers. But I, I'm pretty sure he was supposed. They like retconned it in that like he was the gonna be the original um like Captain America or like he was the progenitor with the super vir the super serum serum, and then um because he was black that would have never worked at the time. So that's why they brought in Steve Rogers. So it's like they took something that was originally just kind of this like uplifting heroic thing and they played the race card on it and it's just like oh my gosh and then they of course they do like every stereotype in the book where it's like for whatever reason sam can't get alone despite the fact that he saved the universe (laughs) right that he knows he knows tony stark and he knows pepper Potts and he knows all these people that could probably if he just went and was like i hate to do this but can you help me out okay but also not to mention that sam worked for the federal government he was yep. like pretty high up in it like i'm sure he would have been okay you know like he he wasn't like a, a, you know an 18 year old yeah he wasn't an 18 year old who just came back from iraq and got screwed over by the federal government because the va is not going to pay for any of like his uh sickness like any of the problems that he yeah. has you know there's you know a much saying? better way they could have done that to where it would have made sense instead of using him Okay, so apparently he was after Cap. So like after Captain America. You know, okay. Either way, they're still, you know, they that's kind of that thing that they're playing and that they're like the the ultimate thing from it was that it's like, oh, a black man can never carry the shield. And you're like, what? <laughs> like and also the fact that they were trying to replace Captain America. Superheroes can't get alone, but where's one trillion dollars or one billion dollars worth of tech? Exactly. Yeah. And then like is is gifted all of this stuff, but he can't get a loan to like fix up I think his sister's boat well, so she can continue well, bro, her he job. He was in West Virginia, dude. Come on. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I think it was Lu- I think it was Louisiana. I think that's what it was. Somewhere in like that makes a, more other, sense. like a boggy a boggy southern like area. Have you ever been to Louisiana before? I got uh, pulled over by a cop in Louisiana for speeding, and he asked me why I was speeding, and I said because I was trying to get out of Louisiana. <laughs> uh, is it is it worse than Valdosta? Oh man, I was just messing. Oh, I was just okay. making a joke. I have no idea. <laughs> I have been to Louisiana, but only driving through. Yeah, and oh, and then but and I, I'll be fair to I because I think I even mentioned this when we reviewed it like two years ago or whatever. Um, but there's like a couple moments where they do some interesting stuff. Um, it still doesn't really fit with the the like the narrative of the the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Sam having a community that like comes out to help his sister in that like time of need or whatever is it's cool. It just it doesn't really make a lot of sense when you're like you're an Avenger. You know incredibly rich people that if they wanted to give you like a hundred k it would not be sweat off their back and they would probably do it for you and they would tell you you do never never worry about this again just take it and go like pepper pots would probably do that it's that simple like i just don't anyway um and and that's kind of you know it it tumbled i don't even know where we were going with this but (laughs) 
We yeah. were talking about like we're, you know, <laughs> no, I think another reason why we're we not going to, to see Ant Man is because it's like, are we real? Is this something we're really going to enjoy? Whereas like with Guardians of the Galaxy, we can see ourselves enjoying it. But when I, I would say out of the two Ant Mans that have released, the first one's gonna is the best one, and then. You know, is this one really going to be better than that? No. Okay. It's one of those things. Like, I just rather wait for it to come out on Disney Plus. I mean, could we review it? Would it make good content for us? Yes. Maybe. I mean, but there's, I mean, there's still some people. I think it would. I'd make, I'm going to, I'm going to be, uh, making some clips here and getting back at it. How, uh, how, how much do you know about it? Have you, have you heard yeah, any no, of the spoilers? I know, I, so, like, you know, pretty much everything. You know, all the stuff about like Modoc. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Modoc, if that's what you want to call him. Have you seen him? What he looks like? Yeah, it's terrible, dude. Dude. He looks so bad. It's <laughs> so disappointing. It's so they disappointing. I wonder why. Like they're failing. They finally get uh, you know, and it's it's one of those things that I I believe that if like Modoc had been in you know, you got him in like phase two, phase three. Yeah. Um people's opinions would probably be different. Um, and I know it's probably a pretty hard character to like translate into film. But I mean, probably. listen, Groot, and, I, I say this all the time, Groot and, and Rocket exist. Anything is possible. Yeah. They, people, right. pe- I, I say it all the time. James Gunn, to his credit, managed to get people to care about a sentient tree that says three words. Yep. It is possible... To make this stuff work. And I, I tend to agree with sort of the, the general consensus around Marvel right now. Is that they cannot help but make a joke out of everything that's a little bit weird about comic books. Mm-hmm. Like yes, MODOK is weird. It's something that norm, like normal people who go to the movies on a regular basis are probably going to be like, I don't, I don't really completely understand this. You know? But... The fact, like, if someone could have taken that and taken that character just somewhat serious, it could have been really cool. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's, that's the it's problem. possible. Everything has, you know, everything has to not be serious. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It is. It's an. It's definitely an issue. Um, everything has to be. Every, or everyone, everything has to be the butt of a joke or something like because you can't handle tense. Hey, um, go ahead. Credit at least to the Last of Us that that's not a thing. Yep. You know, as we talk about Marvel, <laughs> my opinion of The Last of Us is going up. You know, uh, yeah, we'll, we're, we're going to talk about it. Uh, we got to do our, our little opening and everything, but um, and that'll be kind of the, the main thing for the, for the show this week. Um, but there are things to at least be like, yes, The Last of Us gets these things right. There's a lot of really stupid stuff, especially in this episode. Um, mm-hmm. But occasionally it's like it's not fair if like we just go off on the show for the stuff that we hate and we're not like okay at least this stuff is here but i'll tell you this before we get we get into it um they keep deviating further and further away from the game and the game is becoming more and more of just like trappings you know so it's like Mm -hmm. the oh here's like th- this this specific thing that you might know from the game but we're not even going to worry about it we're going to move on so i'll talk about them when we get to it but it's a okay. lot there's a lot of that in this episode um and it's 
becoming more annoying than welcome. So yeah, no, I get what you're saying. So we're about to get there. Um. Oh, uh, Jenna was asking how we know about Valdosta. That's where we went to college. Ant-Man and MODOK should be fun and kind of goofy. The problem is everything else is fun and goofy. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's no... There, yeah, because there's no room for having serious characters anymore. Like, you're never going to get... And I don't necessarily mean, like, the R rating, but you're never going to get a Logan-type story out of Marvel at this point. They can't... Yeah. They can't take anything seriously. And that's... I'm curious about Guardians. It would be really interesting if Guardians ends up being one of the more serious movies they've had in the last, like, two or three years. Where it's like there are moments of actual, like, drama and character development. I I mean, we're going to have to be careful because it's possible this movie could be, like, decent. And then it's like, holy crap! You know, it's like just because of everything that we've been seeing recently, there is the potential for that sort of, like this is better than it actually is mentality yeah. because it's just unlike anything that we've seen recently. Um, well, I know, I know. that uh, MGC uh, really liked Ant-Man, the new one. Uh, I think it gave it like a seven or eight. I say really liked, liked would be probably more apt. Ant-Man and uh, he gave it either a seven. I think it was an eight out of 10. Oh. <laughs> it was like interesting. And I'm just like, man, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. it it's it, it's like I tell people all the time. We can just agree to disagree. It's, yeah. I, I, I look. I haven't seen it yet. At least from the summaries that I've heard, I, <laughs> I felt like I, I wasn't missing no anything. way. No way. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, everybody knows that. Like, and there were things I could tell in the trailer too. You know, yeah. that's like. Eh. Uh, everybody knows that my scale is like significantly harsher. I think. Like, I'm not quite on that level with with EFAP where sometimes I'm like I don't know guys you could give it an extra point you know what I mean um, yeah. but at the same time this isn't like IGN where everything is like a 7 out of 10 right. with that, it, it's like you gotta work to get that 7 and then everything past that for me is really I would all I would almost say uh, subjectively based like you can get up to a 7 if it's like yes it's really tight this is really well done mm. but to move past that there's gotta be that extra that that extra something that 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 keeps you going. Um, I agree. I don't know. That's that's kind of where I'm at right now. I I think like I I still need to work on it a little bit, figure that scale out. But uh, I've gotten a lot harsher myself. So, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the underground for episode 131. I am joined every week by the one, the only, my neurodivergent brother, Joseph. Wild West pimp style. And I am your other host, David. Sexual Tyrannosaurus. And this is the show where every week we remind you... Give me the meat and give it to me at all. Joseph, how are you doing? That was a fantastic opening. I'm yes, doing well. Yes, yes. The number one neurodivergent <laughs> podcast out there. The number one neurodivergent YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jenna... Um, you're in some big trouble too with your uh, jokes and Discord surrounding that. <laughs> oh man, that was too good. Well, we're just gonna jump right into the Last of Us. Um, you want I, me to do value for value? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, always, right, always interrupt. Yeah, always interrupt me for that because you know how it goes. No, no, I understand. No, so the value for value is a 
basically just a system we set up so our listeners could support us. And, you know, you can support us by donating your time, talent, and treasure. Basically, any value you think you're getting from our podcast, from our YouTube channel, from our social media as a whole, you can donate to us in the form of your time, talent, and treasure. And if you click the direct.me link in the show notes or in the video description on YouTube, uh, or if you are on our social media or see it in our About Me sections, uh, there you will find our PayPal link donation. And if you include a donation, please leave a note and we'll read it live on air. Uh, you know, one of the reasons why we set this up is that it allows us to be free of advertisements and we can also not have to worry about if we get pulled from YouTube where we still have to podcast, we can speak freely and you get something that you enjoy. So if you think this is worth a night out, you know, if you think it's worth a lunch meal, if you think it's worth nothing, Whatever you think it's worth, you can donate to us in that form. Um, but as always, we appreciate any and all of your support. Absolutely. Um, thank you guys so much. Um, Even Jenna's. Yes. Did you see what, she, what Jenna wrote in the, uh, the journal yeah, room? I, did. <laughs> I was like dying. <laughs> I had to mute myself for a second. All right. Well, let's let's get into it. Um, you know, we we hinted about it before the opening, but uh, I'm not too hot on this episode, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of uh, right there with you. It just it <laughs> it you know it was below average for me. It's just not picking it up. It's like there are good parts about it, things I like about it, but it's just boring. Yeah. That's really the best way to describe it. It's just gotten boring. It, and it is just like the pacing. Uh, it seems like it should be, I'm all for exp exposition, a slow burn, build up. I enjoy it, but man, it's just not enticing and fun. You know what I'm saying? There's parts that are but the vast majority of the parts and the vast majority of the episodes aren't. They're starting to become that way for me. Yeah. And I think there's this, you know, I don't know. You could tell me if you think differently, but it's just, there's nothing that really stood out. I mean, okay, the ending, okay, great. But I was like, at, at that point, I just didn't really care. Uh, yeah. And I was surprised. So what they did with, with this episode they were it, it, this was like a sprint through quite a bit of the game um so this opening uh where we go back to henry mm -hmm. this is exactly what happened in the game where he does that it cuts to black and then it opens with them uh i, I think it is actually it's like roughly three months later um and i know some people have been like I, let me ask you this, because this is something that I that I had been hearing from some people. Um, they weren't happy about the three months later thing, because they don't feel like Ellie and Joel's relationship advancing off screen uh, worked, I guess, or was earned. I agree with will. that. Okay. Um, I agree with that. I thought that, you know, it's not like I don't understand, you know, that kind of deal. Yeah. Like, why the writers would choose to go in that direction. But for me, it's just 
I think the problem with the writers is that they thought that maybe they have endeared them already and they have it to us. It's I, I'm still not really that invested in them. There's there's just some kind of disconnect. I don't know how to put it in words, but there's something from the screen. It's like it seems like most of the ingredients for the soup are there, but something's missing to where it's just not hitting. Mm, interesting. And it, interesting. It's like I think I don't think the writing's terrible. I don't think it's amazing. You know, but yeah. I don't think it's terrible. And it seems like this should be something that I enjoy, that I really like. And I, I've been thinking about it more and more. And I've also been talking about it with my wife. And the main thing I think is I just don't think I'm invested that I'm just, it's not ramped up. It's one of the things that we've been talking about is the pacing. It's just like you can do exposition. But to me, this should be a less of a drama focused and more of a, action focus like again not that's not saying you don't have drama there right yeah but it's just more of keeping that mm, pace going like hey the infected are still the threat no matter what's going on okay maybe for an episode you take a break but then you know we're going to remind them hey the infected like how are you going to survive hey you know this apocalypse um situation <laughs> is hard you know what i mean with the infected yeah. and the toll is taken on everyone you know, it's just kind of they used their entire meandering yeah. and just you know going, and it's like I enjoy. I I I say meandering. It's not that I don't enjoy the moments. It's just when you take it as a whole, it's just okay. All we did is meander for an entire episode. That it does kind of feel that way, doesn't it? It's just kind of like they're they're a lot of this episode. Uh, to me. Feels like they're dragging Ellie and Joel just through scenarios as quickly as they can. Yep. Well, we're here and we have to have, you know, this thing going on because we have to bring Tommy back into the show. And then we have to make sure that, you know, because they're headed towards something specific. Not to mention they had two, they are going to have two episodes that heavily diverge from the main plot. We've seen one and we're getting another one next week. Mm. what um, was the first one that you told me the the first one's bill and uh frank yep. yep that it's like that's right one in the season i get and if you want to make it about ellie that makes sense it was the dlc for the game whether you like that or not makes sense to go in that direction um there's so yeah there's I was gonna say it, it seems like on the last episode they used their whole uh, like budget for the infected, and so yeah. now it's just like they're wandering through these empty places. And I understand that it's like I, I'm totally on board and, and can buy into because I think I even mentioned this early on. It's like well, why aren't they in colder areas of the country where potentially uh, the clickers are gonna have more trouble if the whole like body temperature thing, if like temperature plays some sort of role with these things, it would make sense to live somewhere where they would have a harder time. Right. But it doesn't mean that they've even said, well, they're gonna be thinner in these areas. They're, you know, it's wide open. There's, there's less um, danger from them in these places. Great. Makes total sense to me. I have no problem with that. Uh, but we just don't see any. We see none. Yeah. They're walking through all of these places, and that's because humans are the real monsters, yeah. David. And everyone keeps talking about how dangerous everything is, and then like we see a little bit of danger in isolated uh, parts of the episodes, like the you know, uh, uh, Kansas. No, not Kansas. Where were? Yeah, they were in Kansas, right? Was that right last week? Uh, yes, they were. Is Kansas that right? City. Oh, yep. Um, and. 
you know, it's like, okay, great, yeah, that uh, infected, cool, but then we keep hearing how much danger is out here, and that guy's like, no, you don't go beyond there, and it's like, where's the danger? They, they've been walking forever, and they're fine. Yeah. Nothing, it doesn't really seem like this is a, a big deal for them, except when the show needs it to be. You yep. don't you don't get the random encounters that I think would kind of be good to help flesh some of this out. Though I'll say this, I I there are people I think this show hits with a lot of normal people. Yeah. Um I the have, kind that probably still like walking to <laughs> maybe. I one of the the people that uh the company that I work for uh they're doing a job at her house. Mm-hmm. Um, she loves the show. Now she could be yeah, like I can under I can understand that. That's that's the thing with me. I can understand why some people love the show. You know what I mean? Like I, I can get the reasoning why some can. It's just for me. I don't. Maybe it's because I've seen so many. You know, maybe it's because part of it is on is the writing. It's just that you know some stuff just isn't written that well. The pacing, a lot of things we've already mentioned before, and then the other thing being that. I've seen so many, so much zombie things. I can predict what's happening before it happens. Yeah, know, I can predict the next next episode. Um, and so it's just, you know, I would be surprised if they went ahead and. Uh, never mind. I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I would be surprised if how this past episode ended stays like that. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it shouldn't if they're still trying to go forward because that happens in the game. It's a little bit different. I actually so. We'll we'll get there, but it is it is different, and I may be from sort of like a realistic standpoint, be okay with the way it happened in the show, um, because the way it happened in the game, it's like, dang man, you probably should not have lived through that. Um, but we'll, yeah. we'll we'll get there. Um, so we get this opening, um, which <laughs> on one hand I'm okay with, right? I don't in, in in general. I don't think there's some anything wrong with the scene. The problem is, I just did you sit? I need you to share, or did you want to share your screen? Oh, with me? Uh, shoot! If I do that now, I have to open up. A it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'll okay. see if I can just see it. I'll just pay attention on uh, YouTube. Okay. Uh, remind me next week or when, when we do the next one. Um, yeah, because okay. I need to, I need to do that. I need to get back into doing. Um, uh, watch together. Yeah. Uh, okay, but they go to this cabin, right? Right. And I- I'm like, okay, this is fine. The conversation's fine. But there's one thing that doesn't make sense. Do you know what it is? One thing that doesn't make sense. I guess for me, what I thought didn't make any sense is how chill both of them were. More so the husband with him like pointing, like threatening them with a the gun intending you know in all per in all purposes you don't know this man he's trying to kill you right and then when they leave they don't do anything yeah um that's I, one of the things that dropped me but what were you thinking well so i can semi buy into it the guys they're they're like old right and so i i don't think they care about a whole lot anymore uh, still you know what i mean yeah i, I i'm not, not dis- old. i don't disagree they're pretty old dude um, plus, uh, to be honest, though, I don't know how old anyone is in this show because Joel hasn't like aged at all, and neither is Tommy. Yeah, like it's it's a weird sort of thing. But 
how is this lady still as big as she is? <laughs> this is 20 years after society fell apart. They're clearly living off of game. Game is not yep. game is not very fatty. It, in fact, it's not really nope, fatty it's at all. Not. Like unless you're a carnivore diet. Yeah, unless you're eating like beaver tail, or you have like, you know, you're able to like feed animals that can gain fat from like grain and stuff like that. This isn't happening. If you're doing like cow, like cattle, bison, um, which bison still lean, but there's you know fat on bison, a lot yeah. more fat. You know, even if you're shooting moose, moose is very lean. Elk, there's fat, but elk is lean, really lean. Uh, again, yeah, I think you know game. Uh, I'm not too familiar with rabbit as far as the fat content on rabbit. Oh no, yeah. no, no, for, it's, for the it's, most part, no. Rabbit is not a anything that yeah. is basically eating grass and running around like crazy. It's not that fat. Exactly. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get that kind of like fat content. So it's like it's been 20 years, and they they've said that they've been living at this cabin. Either right when all of this went down or be- right before. Check the troll room. What Jenna said. It's a thyroid condition. <laughs> oh, man, David. You're going to get me in trouble. So, the, um, yeah, so, the, you know, they go through this whole scenario and he tells them where they are, you know, and then Ellie steals from them. And it's like, yeah. it's one of those things that's like, man, you're not doing yourselves any favor. Like, it's not quirky that she just stole a rabbit from this old couple who lives out in the middle of nowhere. Nope. Like, you're not doing yourselves any favors. Like, with them trying to survive and that they just shot, you know what I'm saying? She, Yeah, they're just like, she, oh my gosh. They could, they, they're not doing any favors getting me to be endeared towards Ellie. Yep. You know, there's like moments. There's, like, there's moments where it happens and then something takes you right out of it. Yeah. I mean, like, even where, like, she, there's like moments where they're like, okay, you got to act like a kid here. But they, it's, it's like, they almost forget that, like, Bella Ramsey's supposed to be playing, like, 14, 15 year old, not a yep. night, not a 19, 20 year old. Yeah. Um, You're not endearing enough, not kid like enough to understand it's apocalypse. I think they just lean too hard into their irreverent, rebellious. Uh, distrust, distrusting type. Yeah. Um. Most of this was fine, of course. Joel, because he, you know, I wasn't. I oh. was. Oh, dude, I was on the fence about the whole him being kind of incompetent thing. Yep. And I was like, I'll forgive you for like the one time with like the Sam and Henry thing, but dude, this episode. This is this honestly, I would say this episode started to worry me, and like they're headed towards exactly what I was telling you. Dude. I think they're headed towards. And yeah. they're, they're going to make it, they're going to try their best to make it seem more plausible. And it's he's just oh, go ahead. like, he's just weak. You know what I mean? Like he's weak again. Again, it's not like you can't be have again. Okay. You can have moments displaying your protagonist, right? Oh. As, as having weak moments, but still need, you know, I don't want to do this. I hate this, but I'm still going to get it done. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hate what I'm having to do to survive. Yeah. Dude, I, I, that's fine. And you can show the, you can, you know, show the emotional toll that is taken in, 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 in many different aspects. The, the, the harden, hardening of the heart aspect. Yeah. Along with the, he knows his heart is hard, has, has hardened and it's tearing him up inside. Yeah. Because, and he's oh. done 
horrific things. And it's just like she's constantly leading the charge on things and knows better. I'm like, dude, she's 14 years old. She doesn't know. She's not supposed to know anything. Yeah. She has very little life experience compared to him. Not only that, dude, but uh, they now have given Joel anxiety. Just (laughs) six episodes into this, we're now learning that Joel has anxiety. Uh, And it gets worse, as far as I'm concerned. Um, But yeah, so they do that whole thing. They're like talking, and he, uh, you know, at the campfire, and it cuts, and he has fallen asleep on the job again. And he doesn't even have a real excuse this time. Yeah. At least I I was on board with like before, because it's like, well, he stayed up that whole time to protect Ellie. And so he was trying to get some sleep, trying to cover his tracks. Um, and he just got outwitted in that moment. Like, I, I can, I'm fine with that. But now it's happening again, and, you know, he starts to to talk about how, like, weak he is later on in the episode, which we'll get to, but it's ridiculous. Yeah, it really is ridiculous. It's just, you know, it, it can't, you can't help but wonder what the motives is behind it. Are you trying to tell a story? A genuine story, or is your goal something else? Yeah. Because it's so apparent with a 14-year-old kid, and it's like, there's no way she had, that more than likely she would be doing this. I understand, like, that progression and character development of her becoming more capable in in certain situations, but it can't be at his detriment and his ability to be masculine, to lead, to protect, um, provide for her, all these different all these different things you, you know it's just the more of the laid back uh passive dad approach almost uh yeah yeah and then so they they go across you know just a completely desolate area they run into nothing the entire time no infected no other people yeah, just, that's the other thing just easily walking through this world Somehow. And I'm like, they took the freaking bridge, dude. <laughs> the wide open bridge. Yep. I, I was telling Kayla, I was like, dude, the last place I would take is a bridge that because it's it's a there's funnel. only one there's one entrance and one exit. Yeah, you could get totally screwed going across a bridge like that without being incredibly careful. Yep. Um, but it doesn't really matter. In, in this universe. So uh, this dam, just so you know, Joseph, is the actual setting of where Joel and Tommy meet in the game. Um, and this is the first thing that I'm talking about where ba- I, I, I think I said trappings, which I think works, but the, the dressing of what was the game. Yeah, this is like the first instance of that oh, uh, in wow. this episode where they just go, oh, a dam and then they move on. It's like, oh, it's not because it's just now. I'll I'll give them this. Maybe finding an actual like hydroelectric dam to film in might have been difficult, and I would have been yeah. willing. I would have been willing to concede a little bit on that point if the rest of the episode had followed what ha- actually happens when um Tom a uh, Tom. What am I saying? Joel and uh, Tommy meet. <laughs> um. And it, and it works out similar to the game, uh, but it doesn't. In fact, they just get rid of. Okay, so this is what it reminds me of. Uh, you you you've seen all the Harry Potter movies. 
Yep. So the Half Blood Prince. Do you know the? the I'm not sure if you know the movie is notorious for b- cons- being considered the worst because they cut out the awesome like end battle at the end of that book. Oh, really? Yeah, that's this episode. To me. Oh, okay. So, so why is that? So in the in the game, and I, I know we're jumping ahead just a little bit, but everything that to one degree or another, a lot of the stuff that happens is somewhat similar to the game. Like there that scene that's later on where um Ellie is like, you know, Joel, you're the only person that I I actually um trust. trust. A lot of that is somewhat similar. It's a little bit different because they've compacted that whole section of the game into like 30 minutes of the show. Uh and it's like, eh, the, you know, they could have done a whole episode about uh the, the stuff going on with Tommy's uh commune. Um, and, uh, they, they don't, so they, they go through this whole thing, he meets back up, he asks Tommy, Tommy to take Ellie, and then they get attacked by hunters, um, and it, it would have been great, like, we, we need some, this, dude, it's like, some of the same problem that Halo had, where it's like, why does this not feel like Halo? Yep. You know, and then, no, don't, don't get me wrong, the show is definitely better than Halo, <laughs> but that, that idea of, I like, bar. Why am I watching a show called Halo where a lot of the show has no action? Like we're we're not getting the, the the kind of stuff that you would kind of want. That yeah, you could call it fan service, but it should be more action oriented. And I'm not saying that The Last of Us has to be quite that action oriented. Um, I think you can do a nice mix of the drama and the action. But at this point, the action is just. It's kind of there, and it's like over before it even began. You know, it doesn't last. Mm-hmm. It doesn't last that long. Um, there's no real moments of like danger because you know they've taken out a lot of the scenarios. Again, I'm going back to the spores. I'm still a little bitter about it, but they they don't have these moments where it's like, man, we got to crawl through this building to get to where we're going. Oh, there's a whole bunch of infected in the basement. We got to be really careful getting through here. You know, yeah. that there's no tension. It's like, oh, man, we need to get to, to, to where Tommy is after these two people in the wilderness told us where he was. Guess we got to start walking. Nothing happens. Oh, they finally run into the people. And so it's it's yep. like, uh, you know, and then. I don't think anyone thought anything bad was actually going to happen to them there. Um, But did you pick up on how dumb this situation was? I'm just curious if you if you caught the the issue. How dumb the situation was with with, with the dog. So they get surrounded by the, these people, yeah. and then the dog comes up, and they they're like, "This dog can smell if you're infected." <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> yeah, because isn't she? She's technically still, she's still infected. infected? Yeah. It, yeah, she comes she, she comes just, up positive. Doesn't affect her. Yeah, yeah, she comes up positive on the little like. Thing. That's what I was thinking as well when when I saw it. I, I thought it was strange that the you know the dog didn't start barking, but I don't know if they're you know maybe the leeway I can give them is that since she is immune, I, I don't know that it's it, hard it, to wrap your head around that yeah. one. <laughs> it, it, and it's just like like I know what they're what they're trying to do with the tension or whatever, but I don't know, man, like. Maybe the drama would have been better if they did find out about her and they like locked her up for the episode or something. Yeah. I don't do like something other than 
oh, everything's good. Let's take you on a tour of where Tommy lives for half an hour. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, they uh they head into this town. For anyone that's played the second game, a lot of this is going to look very, very familiar. And depending on where you fall, you're going to have very different opinions about this situation. Um, here's Tommy. Hasn't aged a day in 20 years. Uh, I think they actually put a little bit of gray um, around where his ears are in his hair. Uh, oh, but other than uh, yeah, but other than that, he looks exactly the same. Um. You know they have their their little moment of yay. You know we're we're back together, um, and then they're eating. Um, stop me if there's anything you specifically want to talk about, but I don't know. Oh, they have this like really awkward conversation. Um. About oh, hang on. Before I say that, uh, I know you haven't played Last of Us two. A right. lot of people think that girl who, when they're eating and Ellie looks up and sees her, like, hiding behind the, the like, pole or whatever. That's Abby? No. no. Uh, a lot of people think that that's um, Dina, who is her love interest in The Last of Us 2. Um, uh, it has not been confirmed or denied currently. Um, okay. I... Um... <laughs> that's interesting and and depending upon where you fall with that game you'll have very different feelings about Dina um, not to mention a lot of the people in this town because if they follow pretty close beat for beat what happens in the second game uh, you'll learn very quickly this town is full of dummies and <laughs> people who make illogical decisions all the time but you know that's what that's, that's what, not that's what happens when you're in a quote unquote commune. Yep. Um also isn't it weird that the pregnant lady is out on raids? Yeah, you know when he said that she was pregnant I was like why would he let her go out on a raid? Wouldn't that be a detriment, you know, could possibly uh -huh. slow not not people only down putting, you know, your wife and your kid in danger. Uh -huh. Yeah. Sure, make, sure makes Tommy look like a a, a, a good guy, right? Uh, don't worry. Uh, it's probably going to get worse in the next season. Um, there is, <laughs> there, Druckmann has a, a thing for putting pregnant women in danger, I think. Um, oof. Yeah, yeah just, just wait, dude. Missed the mark. <laughs> they blew their aging budget on Bill. That's a good one, Zax. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's probably her. I don't know if that's... I, that seems like what they were going for. Um, but they have this this whole conversation, and uh, Tommy's wife is quite unpleasant through this entire thing, um, which is weird because in the game, she's actually... Up until the moment where Joel wants... Or, like, wants Tommy to take um, Ellie... Yeah. Uh, she actually is like quite open and friendly with Joel. Um, and then she gets angry because she, she's like, well, we're having a child and you now want to take my husband away and put him in danger and potentially him die and leave me alone. Like it's real. It's like logically it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Clearly Tommy doesn't feel the same way in this version of it about his wife going out and like hunting down strangers. 
you know yeah. it, but again this is this is the show and uh, you know people just seem to be okay like it, it it's not that it just doesn't seem to be a big deal to them and i i just it, it's pretty hard to believe no i i agree with you uh, this whole commune deal was <laughs> uh. we can talk about it let's just get because they're about to say it yeah, um let's do it so this is why what i started do you think about it? this is why i started putting it in time they're not a com they're not communists their their society is not like okay. It, it, this is why it doesn't make sense, right? So, and I I I looked it up because I was like I should check the terms, just try to get like somewhat of a definition. Now, typically in a modern setting, which is probably what the viewpoint of this writing is going off of, um, mm-hmm. communism is generally considered like Soviet Union, communist China, North Korea. Um, these are places where force is essentially used uh, and to make everyone, quote-unquote, equal. That's like a modern understanding of it. What this is, is more of a collective uh, for two yep. reasons. One, they, um, they do believe that, like, okay, we all, we all, everyone has a job, seemingly, um, except for the children, but everyone has to work. They share the loads. They share the burdens of different things. They they seem to share food as, as, as along with responsibilities, um, but they also barter and trade with each other. Because literally, like in the next scene, or yeah, it's yeah. like coming coming up. Right, Tommy comes in with a pair of boots and he says, "Hey, he says either I traded or I bartered with someone for these." I'm like, "You're you're not communists. That's not how that works." Yeah, I rolled my eyes. <laughs> I was just like, oh, brother, really? Yeah, you know, I'm just, you, you know, we got the scene with her, which we already had oh. her getting that cup from Maria yeah. for her period. And I was just like, guys, we already had one. We know she's a woman. She gets her <laughs> menstrual cycle. <laughs> we don't really, you know, does it really matter that we explore <laughs> the difficulties of that in oh, a that's post-apocalyptic r- world two times? Like, uh, yeah. One time I can understand. <laughs> make a mention. Like, yeah, you make a mention of it, and then you kind of move on from that. It doesn't on, It doesn't like, have to be, like, this defining thing for her. Like, Dude, this Zach- spectacular, wonderful, yeah. Um, Zach's yeah, made a good was- point that says... Um, she was a district attorney 20 years ago, so she's got to be 45, 50 and pregnant. Mm, that is a good point. Right? Like, you don't, typically, you don't become a district attorney without being maybe even in your 40s. Yeah. Like, that's not an easy thing to come about. Like, you could probably, I, I mean, you could bend it a little bit and be like, sure, 30s, 35. But he's right. Like, that's, that's, that's crazy. Um, but it doesn't, it, look, the, the logic doesn't matter in the show at this point. Um, so yeah, we get our our. Where is it? I just want to read this. If uh, da, 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 da. handful gated community turkey shoot. Oh, they have their multi faith uh, church. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's going over well. Because of course they do. Uh huh. Oh, they also have a dem- dem- democratically elected council. So please explain to me how that's communism. Right. I I I'm very confused. I'm more very confused. It's a uh, democratic socialist communism uh-huh. government, David. Yeah, okay. Okay. 
with bartering because I guess that's yeah. you know. Uh, right here it says, uh, livestock all shared, collective ownership. So communism. Uh, nah, and then you know he's like, nah, it ain't like that. Uh, it, and then she says, it is that literally. This is a commune. We're communists, and it's like I don't even know if they're not really a commune. A commune is typically run by one leader, right? Yes. I mean, like, listen, I'm willing. I, I'm, what I remember, if someone is able to give me a a well thought out wordly, like wordly, <laughs> a, a well thought out um, explanation as to why this is actually that. I'll be willing to take the L on it. But it just like everything that they're saying flies in the face of what she's saying. And to me, it just makes her look dumb. Yeah, I think it's more of uh the writers trying to enforce and enforce enforce their perspective on things and to make it work within the story without really kind of understanding. Um and it's 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 interesting too how they were all just willing to let Joel take a horse. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's like the uh, the bill scenario. It's <laughs> in a time where that's extremely valuable. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you're taking a, you know, something else, you know, something less valuable, but I imagine a horse would probably be extremely valuable. And, you know, unless it was like Tony's horse to give away and Tony's giving away his horse and now he doesn't have a horse, that's a bit different. Yeah, Tommy, um, Tommy, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, sorry, Tommy. You're, you're good. <laughs> but Tony Soprano. Yeah, I was uh, laughing at that. Um, we're constantly getting, like, they, you know, they have their whole, like, brotherly thing. I don't, I don't know, I... I for the most part, the two of them together in that first scene, that's not the thing that bugs me. Oh, look, he's having another panic attack in this episode. For a second, so, when, the, when he got the first one, I was like, is, is he uh, heart, having a heart, heart issue? And then they said, yeah. and then they did the freaking um, panic attack. I was like, oh, brother, come on. At this point, he's having that. And you just got to buy into it. Okay, whatever you say. Yeah, so he's having a second one. He thinks he sees his daughter, you know, or like... the the Okay, so the way that it was explained in, the in like, the after credits, like, everyone trying to tell us the stuff that may or may not actually have been in the show. Um, but this was... I, I get this. It's like, he, he thinks he's seeing her, but then they were saying, like, he's now having this, like, thought that this could have been what happened if Sarah hadn't died and she has her own kid now or whatever. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, what? Like, I don't know. He's supposed... Dude, he's supposed to have bottled up the stuff with Sarah and Ellie is supposed to be his redemption for that. Like, it's... You know. Kind of ridiculous. If you ask me. But who's asking? Yeah. Um, so then... Yeah, that you you know she gets her little like thing because we have to be reminded again that she is girl. <laughs> um, Dude, I was laughing at she, that, and yeah, she gets a haircut. Like, I don't know when any like genitals can tell us. Um, 
because uh, Jenna would probably know. Is, is this supposed to be something very significant and impactful as a woman, Jenna? Is it nice to see this on screen? You can let us know in the troll room. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, Ellie gets a haircut. Oh, man, that'd be a good title for this episode. Last What's of that? Us episode six review, Ellie gets a haircut. Um, yeah, that pretty much described that. Then we get this scene, which is, dude, this whole like, th- he just like where they just are like having a second conversation about this whole thing with Ellie. Yeah. And Joel basically just sobbing and talking about just like that he can't do it anymore. And I'm like, or little beefies. Does it, this came off very contrived to me Mm. because even what we've seen of Joel previously, it wasn't until this episode that all of a sudden he's having panic attacks and now he's like, oh, I can't do it anymore. Uh, Tommy, you're younger than me. Take care of her. Like, he just starts doing this whole thing. Oh, yeah. And he's it doesn't... Oh, you know, yeah. you can go by yourself and do it. You'll get there by, without me. Oh, <laughs> don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, just... I don't know. They're doing... I'm, I, don't, dude. I just don't understand why they based this episode off of Jenna. Um, as far as with Joel's concern, the characterization. <laughs> yeah. Um, they are absolutely setting up uh, Joel's golf game. Yep. For sure. Pretty pretty hard, I think. Um, and I it makes me think that they're setting up the whole, like, he's tired, you know, he's worn down, and he's sad and miserable, so that when that happens, you're then supposed to be like, but remember when he said that he he had basically given up, and, like, that's going to be the thing that is supposed to be good enough for us to be okay with what happens. Um, Great. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait, dude. I think that's going to make the show fall flat and fall pretty hard, too. Mm-hmm. Do you? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much there with you. Uh, so we get this whole thing where Ellie apparently... Over- I missed where she was listening in on them. She was like wandering through the street. Mm-hmm. And I guess you're supposed to assume that she ran into them? Because that's the only shot where she's like walking in, in the street with all the lights. And then yeah. it cu- it cuts back to them. I don't remember... That was a bit odd, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't remember them ever making it clear that she had done that. And then all of a sudden she's upset because she they overheard. Didn't make it clear. Okay. So it was not I don't think it was clear. Someone can argue that. Yeah. It's fine. Um it did not seem like that was very clear they to me. Can until argue they can argue it, but they would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so they have this whole conversation about how she's like, You're the only person that I trust. Um this is kind of what I was talking about. I was like, I'm not sure the show's really done enough to earn this I I don't know I'm sort of neutral on it yeah it, it, was, I don't, it, it was it was odd yeah when again you did we had no idea to know that she had listened in or to kind of indicate that because she was just wandering through town and maybe that's on editing you know maybe that scene got edited out but that would also be on the directing as well and everyone else yeah it was just odd and and this seemed kind of less natural and more forceful. 
It's like the first you time know, we need to get to this point, so we're just going yeah. to do it. Is this the first time they've shared like a sincere moment with each other? From what I remember, well, I guess Pearl the room can correct us, but the Henry and Sam thing, I guess. Well, I think yeah. the first probably sincere moment would probably be with Tess, and then Henry and Sam, and then this. Henry and Sam more so. Like Tess was the whole situation with Tess after she died probably like a tad bit and we really yeah. didn't get to see much um but henry and sam was more of a i'm caring you know more of a, a, a caring wise and then you know this was a more heartfelt one like more direct yeah um they get a horse they're told to go to colorado state um because that's where the fireflies are supposed to be um okay so i actually liked this scene I'll say that where he's teaching her how to shoot. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. I can't do it. You know, it's like, Oh, there's something off. And then he, uh, he like nails the target. Yeah. It was a good scene. I like that. Also, the shot's actually pretty good too, with the sun coming up. And I enjoyed the, the, too. The horse is like silhouetted. Oh yeah. That was a great shot. I liked that. I enjoyed the, uh, the shot with, uh, as has a hole and has a uh, bullet through the H. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, like, that's what I'm saying, man. There's like the there are quite a few things: set design, creature design. A lot of the set locations work pretty well, and that should be complimented. I mean, like, hey, th these pe it seems like a lot of the people on the show are doing a really good job, but. I'm I'm not attached to this story, um, which is really funny. Can you know? And I we've said since the beginning of the show, I was like, I am biased towards the game. I mm -hmm. I am over trying to feel like oh I'm I need to try to disconnect myself from it to see how I enjoy the show. Like I just can't do it. I just can't. When you have something that's already well written, and you just deviate from it because it just but it just bugs me. Yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. It doesn't make. It doesn't make much sense, especially when the original author is working on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I understand, like when you're making, trying to make it better. It's just I just don't think this is from, or you just don't think this is better. Whereas with me, I feel like something is missing. And I would agree. I don't. I, I think I, it's a very like uh, I, the the word that I want to come to mind is sort of like like heart or the passion behind the project and it was like i was telling you before we're like Druckmann, and it's just a theory i think he kind of hates the first game or at least he hates the the culture around it mm. because everyone likes joel and i'm not sure it, it it's it's one of two things because we had talked about before that there was another guy whose name is slipping my mind right now who helped work on this and the question is how much of a play did he have in it? Yeah, and the way that Joel was in the game versus what we're getting now, um, how much did Druckmann play a role in that? And did Druckmann think he was doing one thing and accidentally accomplish something else? Mm. Because he and we'll talk about it when we get to the last to the last episode. That's a good point. Yeah, there's a couple decisions that are made in the game toward like at at the end towards the end. Um, and the way that Joel is characterized in the game, that a lot of people 
are, I'll say this, they're on Joel's side at the end mm-hmm. of the game. And Druckmann, I don't think, he didn't see it that way. Mm. And I think he is like upset that that is essentially like the dominant opinion yep. about Joel. Um, so I that where you're coming from with that, yeah. Um. So yeah, they end up uh here in Colorado. I believe this is supposed to be Colorado State. Um. Yeah, it is Colorado State University. Safely going through the campus to the Bighorns. Yeah. <laughs> safely going through the campus. They find some monkeys, which is actually in the game. It's actually kind of a cool thing because she's like never seen monkeys before. And again, dude, the stuff that we I've I've talked about with Ellie in this, where what I really wanted was a bit of that like childlike wonder caught up in a very grim, uh, dangerous world where there's essentially like death is like always kind of like right behind them, you know, uh, and. Even in all of that, Ellie is finding these moments to be like, oh my gosh, monkeys. I've never seen monkeys before. And you would expect that out of someone who's in that like young teenage range. Um, you know, she likes comic books. She sees the Mortal Kombat arcade machine. Like that stuff, most of it is from the game. It, it works really well. It's just like every time they're not doing that, she's like almost like comically cursing or yep. or being just like, insufferable towards Joel and you would have thought especially after the stuff with uh with Henry and Max or Henry and Sam excuse me I I my the, like game properties there's this like game called Sam and Max and so like I, my brain it's my dyslexia um they're they're sort of like and that's what I'm saying it's like they're they come into this campus and it's like it's not a problem until it all of a sudden is like there's not doesn't seem like anything's happening in this world whereas in the game when they go to uh the college they have to go inside the building because again they're looking for the fireflies they're trying to figure out what's happening here they're uncovering um what may have gone down uh at the school and part of it is that they joel has to go down into this basement and there's like a bloater down there there's a bunch of like clickers and other infected um and in this, it's like, oh, okay, we go in. Oh, they're not here. Oh, oh no, three bad guys. <laughs> if only yeah, we, you know, if only we had guns. You know, even you mentioned earlier, like, well, maybe they blew their budget on the last episode with the infected. But my <laughs> whole thing, even with that, is this: it's like, couldn't you have just done prosthetics and done it in a way that's not using CGI? Um, and, and, and you know you lessen the budget down some to at least have their presence felt throughout each episode the infected just kind of seem like it's like that threats you know always or not always there is there some but kind of just more in the background yeah and for me it's just i don't think was the way to go yeah i don't know man you know, they do the monkey thing again, which again, they're like I was telling you, so the monkeys are from the game. It almost works out exactly the same way. I, I like the way that the college look. It's very reminiscent of the game. In fact, it, the game may have taken note from Colorado, Colorado State, yeah. right? Um, 
so it's great like this is what i'm saying is that the the set design the there's a lot of attention to detail in a lot of the things in this show but the which is really good. Which is great. Yeah, it's awesome that that's a thing. Um, I, I just wish it was in something that I actually cared about yeah. more than I do this. It, this it, I waffles. I, I waffle from sort of just being back in this place where like, okay, this is fine. To why are they doing this? Or like, what? Like, it's that kind of stuff. And this episode is mm-hmm. for me is just heightened with a lot of that. Uh, more so than the rest. Um. And it just seems like we're we're starting to head towards that descent. Just this is kind of that that first sign of of that being the case. It really does seem that way, doesn't it? That's um, just going down more and more. Uh, Joel probably also would have told her to put her gun away when she was doing that, but I'll just I'll leave that alone. Uh, stop pointing at the map with your gun, Ellie. Yeah. Um. So they're escaping. Everything seems good. Joel, of course, isn't checking uh, around to make sure. Yeah, like, oh, dude, they have to be making him incompetent on purpose. I I don't. And what's weird, right, is that early on the show, like, would you say he was pretty competent? Mm-hmm. I need. I would need to go back and watch the first like two episodes again. He seemed pretty fairly confident. It seemed like he knew what he was doing, that he that confident, he always had kind of a plan. Confident and competent. Yes. And now he's like, oh, we're running away from like what I believe is three people. Four people. Both he and Ellie are armed. They're running for the horse without really checking around to make sure those guys aren't around, which I'm also willing to bet that if he... If for four people... You're telling me that you wouldn't have been able to, like they they obviously. I don't think it says that they like that they heard or knew that they were there. So they see these guys out the window. I it doesn't even give you like an audio like a uh, a subtitle cue for what they were saying. So maybe they knew they were there and they just left the horse alone, and so they went to go look for him. Probably could have still snuck around four dudes. Easily, like, and that's what I'm saying is it's like it's just not. That we we had the episode from last week is probably the biggest moment of like a major threat in the show, other than maybe when they were getting away from Fedra in episode like one and two, um, yeah. in the click in in the clickers. But like, I don't know. They've mostly handled everything really well, and this guy. Ha- I know that Joel isn't is hard of hearing, but it's one of those things. It's like, dude, he, this he seems like the kind of a, a guy that should be able to adapt to a scenario like that. He's very careful, very cautious. Like, why doesn't he look behind him? Why isn't he looking around to make sure everything's okay? Getting Ellie to do certain... Uh, it just, It's just frustrating. Urgy, doesn't it? Yes! Um, yeah. So, uh, he gets in a fight with this guy. This is reminiscent of Game 2. I can't believe it took them six episodes to do a, a, uh, a, a what I would call a uh, classic Last of Us chokehold. Um, kills the guy. Now, one of the things I want to look at, this is something I wanted to sort of like break down while we were like live. So they go out here, they're sneaking towards the horse, they get on the horse, or they're, he's putting his rifle away, the guy comes up behind him, he breaks his bat on the tree, okay, I guess he does stab him right there. I just wanted and to, it happened so quickly. Anyone with any common sense knows 
you wouldn't pull that out. Also, like Joel would have to know that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It just seemed like it seemed very contrived. I couldn't imagine a situation where Joel doesn't actually know that he's not supposed to pull out, um, you know, the the object when you get stabbed, right? Yeah, the sharp object. And just for those out there, you get stabbed with a knife and it's left in you. You don't pull it out. You go to the hospital with it then. Uh, And I'm gonna say this: this guy swings in medical advice, by the way. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's actually worse. But it's actually worse in the ga- in the game. So he falls off of a, like a second story, and he lands on a rebar, and then he pulls himself off the rebar. <laughs> Which I'll I'll say like that was a misstep on their part. Like they should have figured something else out. Uh, right. And and they're going for sort of the thematic and the dramatic tension of now the main character is on the verge of death. So like, and, and to right. be honest. In something that's good, right? I'm willing to kind of be like, okay, we're just going to go with it. For the scenario, we'll go with it, even if it's somewhat unrealistic. Like, the game has been, you know, so on point with a lot of the stuff that it's doing so far. I can let this slide. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if he changed it because he figured the guy, like, getting stabbed with part, or, like, Joel getting stabbed with part of a baseball bat might have been better. Um. Joel probably should have just pulled his gun out and tried to shoot this guy before he turned around to do this um it's quicker this is still better i mean man this is still better than a lot of the other stuff that we like fights that we've talked about before in shows like rings of power or other stuff like that way better dude um Uh, and and again but here's the thing it's like when i'm watching the last of us i'm making it a point like to not judge this based off of what we have previously watched you know what i mean and that goes both ways um, but w- what I mean to say that is, is I think it's fair to point out what you're pointing out, right? It's yeah. a lot better than Rings, Rings of Power. It's a lot better than Halo. It's a lot better than anything Marvel's put out, like because their writing is trash. But as far as I don't want to elevate it, I, I still want to just judge it be based off of it being a TV show and not in comparison to the other stuff. Sure. Because when that happens, it's like, well, of course. I mean, the bar is set so low with this other stuff. Anything's gonna look. Most anything should look better than that. Yeah. And I just think like, you know, the ingre- again, the ingredients are there in this show. It's just not working for me. Like the first yeah. two episodes, I really enjoyed. The third one is when it's like, guys, why are we going off this tangent? Like this just seems purposeful. It doesn't seem like it's story driven. You know, world building is just, you know, and obviously the director came out and said what he said regarding it um, about you know, wanting to trick the audience into watching a, a gay love story like that hasn't already been on screen before. Oh, so uh, many times, yeah. Oh, look, here are his friends who this guy like randomly walked away. Yeah. Okay. Also, and they barely, and none of them have a, a handgun. Like, am I am I being too nitpicky by saying it's really convenient that his bat broke that way? That he oh could, yeah he could then use it as a shiv to stab Joel. Uh, like, yeah, I don't think there's. <laughs> I don't think it being I'm never one It's quite convenient of those people <laughs> that is like, well, this is nitpicky. It's like it right. could be something that it doesn't that doesn't destroy the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you pointing that out. I'm not but saying it's something I'm something to pay attention to. Yeah. Right? I'm not saying that that like, I'm oh, not that's, nitpicking. That's interesting. It's more it's of a, like a lot of people don't notice I do and yeah. I did. A lot of people don't notice the car 
that's in the Fellowship of the Ring in the background in the Shire. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, at one point, it's like, okay, I'm pointing that out. Is that does that ruin the Fellowship of the Rings? No, but it's there and it should be called out in both ways, you know. Mm-hmm. So they get away. Joel falls on the ground, and you're supposed to believe that he's probably not going to make it. And that's one the, could only hope. That's all the, he does is spend this episode going, "Oh my fifis, oh my fifis." <laughs> I'm putting this. This is hilarious. Uh, putting that on the Man. the cover. <laughs> um, you should just you should put coming out of his mouth. Oh my fifis! <laughs> Ow! I'm too I'm again, too snowy to I, carry on. Yeah. I enjoy the emotional part. It's just like this. It's it's just because he's so weak. I'm like, guys, y'all have already like y'all have already written a lot of weak male characters. Like, it's okay. He doesn't have to be weak. I mean, there could be weak things about him. I'm not saying he'd be a Mary Sue, but he's just really. I don't know if incompetent is the 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 word to even say, or maybe just stunted. Like they put a governor on his character purposefully, hmm. like just something that's blocking him from from going. You know, I don't know if they're going to use depression or he's lethargic. Oh, he's just, or he's just like apathetic. He's and got just, he's know. got anxiety. It, they're instead of being someone who, though he is very strong, very capable, um, he doesn't care much for people the same because so in the game right though that's kind mm-hmm. of his characteristics um even with his relationship with tess um he boards himself up and it, it when she dies it is the first moment where you start to see a like a little bit of a crack in his armor mm-hmm. which is good because that is something that helps endear you to that character his yep. his weakness does not have to be that he has anxiety, he's deaf in one ear, and he's like a sad boy who doesn't want to go on with life anymore. Um, right. He now, the event over time, Ellie becomes a reason for him to live, and that's very vital to that story. Um, and you're getting some of that, but it's just not that consistent. And to introduce now, six episodes in, that he's got crippling anxiety <laughs> if you're gonna do it at least it, it, okay so i'll say this and it's because i i, I i'm having i i it's, i'm having a hard time being generous with this it seems like they hid that for six episodes mm. or for the first five episodes he seems mostly competent as time goes on there's like little things that you're like well why is he making so many mistakes or making these mm-hmm. kind of decisions um, but you're like, all right, at least there's some sort of explanation as to why, like I was saying before with Henry and Sam, that he didn't hear him coming um, because he was so tired from staying up all night protecting Ellie. Great. Totally fine. Um, but as we got into this episode, all of a sudden he has a ton of extra problems that were not there previously. That weren't present. Yeah. The, yeah. So I, I, it's just, it, it's, it's odd. It is odd. And again, I think what you described is probably a better way to to tell it to where you get this you get these episodes of a really strong character and then after you've really established him and Ellie too uh, then you start to see the kink in his armor right yeah uh and, and maybe like you, you can see you thread like from the first episode going out you know these 
you know, you you see a, a slight tear, but then you, it really just, you have one episode to where it's really poignant. Um, just something, you know, it, it just, the more the episodes go on, the more it's getting more closer to being mid to me. Like it started out yeah. great and it's been a decline. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's how it's been for me. Enjoyed yeah. the first two episodes. Uh, and then from that point, it's just been going down. Yeah. And Max in the troll room says, strangely, strangely, this show is better than I expected it to be. Some redeeming qualities, and I like the fact it exists so we can compare and we have YouTube vids and stuff. I agree. You know, I see what you're saying with that. There are some redeeming qualities. Uh, again, that's the, what frustrates me is that the ingredients are there for this to be great mm -hmm. in every episode. To it, But it's just not clicking for me. I think the main problem is it's just not ramped up enough it's more focused on the drama and less on the action i think you need that existential threat of the infected like their presence there yeah yeah and like really terrifying not like the walking dead to where it's like oh i'm a zombie and it's, you know they walk like two miles an hour um, <laughs> yeah they're, they're they should be more cautious and i don't know it just it it's like they really I, didn't want to make a zombie thing which is a lot of what people think with the last of us 2 that it's yep. like the la they because in that the infected take a major back seat and we have been talking about that early on in this show and it kind of seems like that's the case like they they just don't think they're that important um mm -hmm. and i don't know i'm just like i i don't know why am i supposed to worry like this is supposed to ramp up to like something that's pretty harrowing for Ellie. Like not the next episode. Well, I'll save my opinion on that until we see the next episode. Um, but that one, it, at least from the game's perspective, like she's supposed. The next one is supposed to be somewhat of a harrowing thing for her, as far as like what she goes through, because um, it's a prequel. The next episode, right? Um, it takes place before all of this. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and then the following episode is you know is supposed to be like from the game's perspective it's like in the game it for ellie it is like the moment where she finally has to like step up so like joel's been taking care of her which i'm not sure they've done a very good job in this of really like distinguishing that um mm. because it seems like joel keeps like failing at what he's supposed to be doing and she's like stepping up in that and yep. so it, it kind of is going to take away from the fact that now that joel is actually seriously hurt she has to step up and take care of him um, and mm. she's like totally out of her element, but going, you know, it's supposed to be that like Joel has kind of showed her enough and the, the show's telling us that he has, but I'm like, I don't know if that's really the case. Like we finally got a little moment in this episode of the two of them um, shooting together and I'm like, that's great, but like she still can't shoot. So like, <laughs> what are we doing here guys? Um, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. You never know. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't have much else to say about this. Like, I, I'm pretty much with you. I it ended, and I was like, okay, that was an episode. Like, thanks for trying to convince me that communism is a great thing, <laughs> yeah, right? And it's it's one of those things, man. That it's like, you know what that line was? It was the the same thing as that that uh that line that Catwoman had in the Batman. Oh yeah. When she said something, did she say something about like white privilege? 
or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. And you're like... Where it was really forced. It was in there. It's like it doesn't really make sense for the story. Uh, and you're like, if I take the time to explain this to you it just makes you sound dumb like you don't know what you're doing or what you're talking about it's almost yeah. the exact same thing <sighs> uh. but that's it do you have did you have yeah. anything else you wanted to add that's really all i have to say i hope it picks up and i hope it gets better but i'm not going to be holding my breath that's for sure ah uh, yeah that's right jenna thank you Troll room on point, you know, man. I, I think it's better than a lot of the MCU and Star Wars stuff and everything else we've been, we've been reviewing outside of House of the Dragon, and you know. But it's just you know starting to become consistently mid. Yeah, you know, I miss I miss I miss Matt Smith and um, Patty Constantine. Yes. <laughs> Patty for sure. He got snubbed from. I know. Kind of, I uh, dude like. I'm like, how can anybody watch any other show and say he shouldn't win? It's just well, how could he win in a world where he he Shulk, (laughs) she Hulk exists? That's true. Oh, my brain's melting on me a little bit. Um, well, all right. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of The Underground. We will be back next week with episode seven. Uh, and maybe some other stuff to talk about. Who knows? At the at this point, we, we're talking about the episode, and we talk about some other stuff that comes up during the week. Um, yep. But uh, yeah, uh, unless you've got anything else, Joseph. That is it, my man. All right. Well, until next week, y'all take it easy. See ya. Being patient with him, I try to. But you got room temperature IQ. IQ. Expecting a lecture from these idiot guys who got opinions not worth as what's under my shoe. Y'all tripping on truth when we call it out. Cause y'all people as goofy as I'll get out. If y'all with him and I with you, I'd sit out. Cause every rapper's on the list now, mad at a pitch count. Flowing heaters like my soul's beat up. No people focus on hoaxes and the shows he book. And I'm hoping to open doors and I got foes and such. But I know that I'll be opposing to the goal. I must start attacking. Ain't lacking, my brain's lashed in Same way that I game is the same way of the backhand All the pain that I bring up is like the pain to the Batman I'm back cracking Whack trends claiming they rap bands and backtracking Give a crap about the what's his face Only thing you out rapping is a sandwich at Subway And y'all just so happen to welcome beef on my lunch plate And you are a disaster and this can only go one way And you're steady flashing guns in your music viz And I know you do it for the fun but what you doing is Abusing every rule of course you can use it quick You're showing the world you don't know what you are doing
that I want you to see It's everybody is ignorant It's only when you speak on what you don't know You become slow and that ignorance crosses into stupidity Yet I'm still spending my energy debating enemies That tend to be idiots, really inept politically That don't have the depth or with me Oh well, it'll be co-chance in hell, so riddle me this How am I supposed to take you serious When all of your positions are socially expedient Thinking you a rebel, but at most you obedient Opposing opinions make folks be belligerent A cult and religious, so you know what's on CNN And vote what you told by the folks that gotta send this message Oh, you a hypocrite and I'm in awe Cause the diversity you advocate is not in thought You get away with it cause you placed in a freaking chamber With echoes ringing, surrounded by a bunch of brainless Your aim is yet all the same shame Cause you ain't slick afraid to relate other things Cause you nameless, tamed and weak and